My name is Michael Markarian and my family business is a packaging company that serves top brands all over the world. There's no debate that some packaging is harming nature and polluting our cities and something needs to change. My goal is to show you that sustainable options exist and how you can implement them right now. This is the Sustainable Packaging Show. You are listening to the Sustainable Packaging Show Season 1. Keep an eye out for Season 2 coming soon. Now with today's show. Hello and welcome. Good morning to this episode of the Sustainable Packaging Show. I'm your host, Michael Markarian. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed the first few episodes um, of the Sustainable Packaging Show. I'm really trying to figure out the format of the show. How do we make the show valuable? How do we make it educational? Today's episode, um, I am calling The Death of Recycling Not So Fast. And I think this is an important topic to cover because we're seeing recycling failing us in many cases now. Um, I think that recycling is such a great idea. It is, in many people's opinion, many sustainability experts, not my opinion necessarily, but many experts, it is the most sustainable path if it actually worked because it's very low waste. You get something out of the ground and you then put it through recycling and it repeats itself many times. And if it works, the idea is a good one. But as in life, many times a good idea implemented poorly becomes a bad idea. So... um so, long story short, recycling has its flaws, and a lot of people are calling for the death of recycling. A lot of people are saying recycling has no merit, it has no benefits. Recycling, you know, things aren't getting recycled anyways, so recyclable stuff um, should not be pursued, and we should move to more compostable or reusable concepts. And I'm not even against that mindset, frankly. I think that someday if if we can make a case that that is viable i'm open to it but today i see that as not viable i see it equally likely that we will improve recycling and that will be the path forward for sustainable packaging and ultimately i see it as a blend i think there will be a blend of recycling there will be a uh, recycling reusable and compostable biodegradable uh, renewable packaging I think it'll be a blend of those three. You think about it as a pie with with three sections. I think you're probably going to see that long term. So I think if recycling, just to say, because things aren't getting recycled and there's flaws with recycling, let's just discontinue recycling altogether. I think that's the kind of oversimplification where you begin to live in a world that's not reality, at least today. You can have your vision be that, but... I want to be practical because I think sometimes if you're not practical, the conversations become academic. They become, not that they're not valid, but they become academic, they become non-actionable, and they become very frustrating and annoying where it's, you know, yes, we all know there's a problem, but how do we actually get there? And that's what I want this podcast to be about. So I have an article here. The end of recycling, uh, easy recycling may be coming to an end. Um this uh, website 538 and it talks about something important I'll read the beginning for those of us who spent most of our lives painstakingly separating plastic glass paper and metal single stream recycling is easy to love no longer must we labor gone is the struggle to store two three or even four or five different bags 
under the kitchen sink. Just throw everything into one dumpster. Season liberally with hopes and dreams and serve it up to your local trash collector. What better way to save the planet? And I talk about this sort of a little tongue-in-cheek, but I call it the magic blue bin. It's something that I used to think about myself. It's like you're not really thinking about what's happening in the recycling process. It's like, oh, okay. Um, how do I save the planet? I take this thing, I throw it in this blue bin, and now I'm a good person. And now, you know, everything's perfect and the world is beautiful. And I think, I think it's good that we've all, or many of us, have stopped thinking about it that way. I think that's very healthy, but I think maybe we've gone too far where we're now saying, okay, I thought I was doing the right thing and that it was enough just to throw it in the blue bin. Now I see flaws with recycling, so let's you know throw out recycling altogether. But like they say, you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Maybe we're not recycling well. But this whole idea of single stream, the article continues, has created major contamination on average, about 25% of the stuff we try to recycle is too contaminated to go anywhere but the landfill, according to the National Waste Recycling Association. Just a decade ago, contamination rate was closer to 7%. So has part of, has part of our issue in recycling and the ineffectiveness of recycling been based on single stream? Has that created, in one way, made our life easier? But like they say... Easier is not necessarily better. Has that convenience, has that propensity, or has that desire in all of us to sometimes take the the easiest path, has that created issues? Is it better to pursue the hard path? Um, it's almost like a philosophical debate, right, which we're not going to get into, but the easiest path is not necessarily the, the best one. China stopped importing dirty recyclable material. And that's another big part of this whole discussion is that China, who is accepting a lot of this uh, plastic, stopped accepting it because there's contamination and now it's we've got all this dirty plastic. What do we do with it? I think a lot of these issues results from a lack of um, a lack of quality recyclable material because, frankly, as a packaging company, there's a shortage if anything, of quality post-consumer recycled material. It's it's not easy to get your hands on. And at the same time, there's it sounds like there's excess recycled material where there's nowhere to go. But I think as I'm thinking about this more, and this is also, this podcast is great for me to think this stuff through, and hopefully you guys can learn <laughs> along the way. There's a lack of quality recycled content. It sounds like, you know, there's a lack of quality clean recycled content and an abundance of dirty so so uh, dirty content so I'm just thinking as part of the issue that that this single stream recycling has actually led us in a very a very bad direction they talk about diapers being in recycling bins I mean this is this is a disaster this is this is not okay I think there's Christmas lights and batteries and plastic grocery bags I think a major part of the problem which we'll talk about later a major part of this problem is people don't know what should go in the blue bin and what shouldn't, myself included. Okay, so I'm, 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 I'm not pointing fingers. I'm not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not pointing fingers. I think there's this how to recycle thing, which I think is a good thing. You see it on some packages, but I think the public is largely still not sure what to do with stuff, packaging, products when you're done using it what do i do with it i think that 
that confusion. I think there's a lot of very good, well-minded people out there who would do the right thing but don't know what to do. And and a lot of people disagree with that and just say, you know, people don't care. People just they, they just live for today and they don't care and 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 that's one world view. I think that world view is either not accurate or it's changing. Maybe I'm being hopeful, but I I truly believe that. I think people do care. It's that they don't know what to do in a lot of cases. You know, do you know that when you have a plastic bottle with a spray nozzle on the top, like a cleaning product, you're supposed to unscrew that spray nozzle. I know you're supposed to separate them. I'm frankly not recalling if you're supposed to recycle that nozzle or just the bottle and throw the nozzle in the trash or save the nozzle for another time. So the contamination issue is a major one. So it's not just that China won't accept our stuff because I want that, that's maybe the, the number one point that I want to get to the bottom of. And if anyone has thoughts on this or input email me mike m at contemplopackaging.com i think it's not i think it's an oversimplification to say china stopped accepting our plastics china stopped accepting our dirty plastics there's a need and a major demand for post-consumer recycled material and it sounds like it's 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 a shortage of clean material that's the issue and then also the other issue is the consumer issue where only 20 percent of plastics get recycled so I'd say those are two issues, the fact that the plastic's not clean and the fact that we're not recycling so many products that are recyclable. So to say the death of recycling, I mean, this article goes on. I don't want to go too much. I want to get to the next article. But to say, my point is just to say that recycling is dead or this is the calling for the end of recycling. Maybe it's we have to recycle better, and that's not a practical solution. And it also talks about clogging up the recycling stream and I know like people throw out gross plastic grocery bags and flexible packaging flexible meaning films you know uh, barrier bags that your almonds would come in or grocery bags you can't throw that stuff in your blue bin that requires a separate recycling stream so do we end recycling or do we recycle better is the question I'll ask you guys there are massive opportunities in business to recycle better I mean you you can jump on that as the problem and create solutions rather than just saying death with recycling because death with recycling like what are we going to then do we're gonna if you don't recycle you want to phase out all plastics okay then what are we going to replace it with and like we talked about in the first few episodes is there's is there the supply chain to replace those plastics do those do those Plastics, your new bioplastics have the barrier and performance um, ability to preserve products. And I'm just thinking too, if you think about all the tons and tons and tons, metric tons of recycled content, all right, now in a world without recycling, we're now going to have those be compostable or biodegradable. Compostable and biodegradable only work in certain environments. It has to be home compostable. It has to be industrial compostable. Is there enough infrastructure to compost all of these materials in an industrial setting? That's a very valid question. I think the answer is probably no. And even if there was, is there enough of a market for all that compost? I mean, the compost has got to go somewhere. Um, so... I'm just scratching the surface, frankly, but and we've begun vacuuming, so that's also a wonderful thing. Hopefully, it's not too distracting. But I'm just scratching the surface a little bit on this. But I wanna, I want to 
think these things through before we call for the death of recycling altogether. Recycling the U.S. will survive despite media narrative. This is on wastedive.com. And um, I'll read here. The Atlantic, so this is sort of the other side of it. I want to you know, balance both sides of it. And that first article, in fairness, was not calling for the death of recycling. It was more pointing out a very valid point that recycling needs to clean itself up because the contamination is a big issue. So I'll read. The Atlantic and New York Times recently carried out near identical stories about what they portrayed as the end of recycling due to China's ban on scrap imports from the U.S. They outlined how this sent the price of recycling soaring, causing some cities to begin cutting down or even eliminating programs and sending materials to incinerators or landfills. Um, so recyclers are businesses, remember. So at a certain point in time, they have to be able to recycle stuff and process it. There's a cost. And then out the other end, they're selling that recycled content to different people who produce products. So this sent the price of recycling soaring, causing some cities to cut down. I think the point there is, I don't, I don't totally get it, but I think the point is that it, it, it made it so that the, they could no longer produce it at a cost and then sell it for a profit. So now they're just burning stuff and it's hurting the industry. Oh, this vacuum is uh, annoying. <laughs> but what are you going to do, right? You can't let a vacuum get you off off, uh, off track, right? If a vacuum is going to get you off track, then you're never going to make it in this world. They got some of the story right, but they omitted the fact that some 20 years ago, big waste companies made a deliberate decision to disrupt the then well-functioning dual-stream system by convincing cities to switch to single-stream recycling. This caused contamination rates to increase and led to a market crunch started by Chinese import restrictions. So it kind of seems like these things are hand-in-hand, hand, where the decision to go single-stream created contamination that then resulted in only someone like China being able to process these or accept these dirtier, more contaminated plastics. And then China put their hands up and said, I'm not accepting it, but we made these infrastructure changes that caused us to kind of put ourselves in a really hard situation where we've made these infrastructure investments based on China accepting these contaminated plastics, and then they stop. And it sounds like we have a complex situation on our hands. So what does the future of recycling look like? Um, I think the rest of this is, is um, kind of redundant. Um, we'll talk about in the next episode, cleaner recycling streams. So what does that look like? There's some companies that are already looking at making recycling cleaner. And we'll get into that in the next episode. How do we clean up the recycling streams? I want you guys just to, I want to open your minds again. I don't have the answers here. I am, you know, frankly, it's ridiculous to think I would have all the answers, but I'm, I want to paint the picture. I want to, again, build the foundation. I want all of us to be solving these problems together. We will solve these problems together, but solve them with, with the foundation, understanding what's really going on and making sure that the solutions that we put forth really are um, viable ones. So just saying recycling equals bad because China has not taken our plastics. Well, maybe there's more to it. Maybe our solution is how do we clean up recycling? And what does that look like? And maybe that's, maybe the government would fund certain initiatives like that. I mean, it'll be individual entrepreneurs and businesses and recycling companies, private sector, but maybe that's, 
part of the infrastructure that we need to push politically clean recycling what does clean recycling look like because I can tell you as a leading packaging company there is a massive demand for quality post-consumer recycled content quality post-consumer recycled content is not easy to get your hands on coca-cola famously is buying a lot of it up for their bottles so what's the real problem is recycling the problem or is are, have we made some poor decisions and not pointing fingers we all make poor decisions in our lives news flash to all of us right so sometimes you get to say that was the wrong decision and get on the right path not dwell on the past so I'm not here to dwell on the past I'm not here to point fingers it probably made sense to go single stream but and there's people who know a lot more about recycling what are the solutions you know be vocal with what those solutions are that you see because to me I don't believe that the end of recycling is is, is the solution I think it's to recycle better I might change my mind on that we'll see all right, we'll talk about cleaner recycling in the next episode. What are cleaner recycling streams? I'll do some research on that. And I'll bring you the best that I got, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I can promise you, the best that I got. And I think if we all just give that, we will be in a much better situation. Don't look for perfection. There's no perfection here. Look for progress. I hope I'm starting a discussion. And I hope you find it valuable, ladies and gentlemen. And if you don't... Well, oh, we're not even going to go there. Of course you find it valuable and you're enjoying this show. Okay. Take care, everyone. Have a great day, a blessed day, a prosperous day, a successful day, a day of progress, a day of good things. Take good care. If you're looking for sustainable packaging that's actually good for the planet, we have sustainable options for just about every packaging product. Email MikeM at ContempoPackaging.com and let's talk. Have a phenomenal day.